the, the veil being ripped off is going to be the catalyst, and then people are going to go, oh my god, like, fuck. And I think they're going to get people falling off that bandwagon. And I think we're already seeing maybe a couple, few people fall off that bandwagon, but no, no real prominent individuals that could start a, any kind of mass movement of any sort. But maybe, maybe Liz Cheney's like going to bat, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust some it. Them, I just love watching the drama. S- some of those folks still think Elvis is still alive. That's all I'm saying. Yep. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that he'd be, he'd be what, like 90 something now? Well, he's like, on an alien spaceship. Elvis right. Is. Of course. This, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I yep. mean. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter what you tell them. Yeah. They're just like, no, I know. I know. I believe it in my heart. Jesus told me one night. He's on a space base on the moon. On, one night I did so much meth, I met Jesus. <laughs> and he told he, me he did that some meth Elvis with me. <laughs> still alive, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another The Light Roast. It's Tuesday, May 4th at the time of us recording this. Of course, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming platform, it'll be Friday, May, uh... What's Tuesday plus Friday? What's Friday minus Tuesday? Three Friday is that three days? Tuesday. Is it going to be the seventh? <laughs> It'll be the seventh. Uh, either way, welcome. Thank you for joining us. I'm Damian Turner. I'm Jason Jones. And we are figuring this out as we go. For those of you at Twitch, thanks for bearing with us while we uh, figured out how to get all that stuff working together in concert with one another. Jason, how's your week been, man? Oh, this is, uh, oh gosh. You know, this has been an interesting week. We've had, we've had some really heavy rain the last few days, and uh, I may have mentioned this on the show before, but like the neighbor has like done some heavy construction on this new piece of property that they just bought next door and have clear cut everything right. and they've reshaped the land, and now all the rainwater is like flooding our backyard and it's really making us scared that we're going to flood our basement right down here. There's like all this computer stuff. There's like my drums right back there. It's, uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous and now it's like storming and raining outside again today. And I'm just like, fuck, you know, like, God, this guy, you know, he fucked up the land and now I'm worried my house is going to flood. Anyway, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Like that's that's been the biggest concern I think this week is like my, my all my basement and like it's like the space that I spend the most time in. You know I don't want this shit to flood. So, right. Yeah. That's a little bit yeah, stressful. Yeah. Um, my baby is cutting her cutting some new teeth. Uh, she's you know <laughs> you saw it like oh my god she's yeah you know, up and down the waves are up and down. <laughs> so man, yeah. it's uh it's kind of a kind of an interesting last few days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> it, uh, well, you know, it's been uh, interesting here too. For for anybody yeah, who doesn't know, uh, here in Georgia, where we where we live, there was a there was a tornado, um, in Atlanta, like inside the city. <laughs> Did it actually? Um, we had one actually in touched downtown, down. I saw. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. We, I didn't uh, know that. We, yeah, okay. we were under a tornado a tornado warning here. Like not a watch. Like hey, there could be a tornado. Like. Hey, wow. there is a tornado. Go like, like <laughs> my partner Coco and I. We woke up to uh, you know like alert messages, like Amber alerts, right on our phones. We woke up yesterday morning, Amber alerts yeah. saying 
find cover now. Yes. They're like, they're oh, all tornadoes. Get in cover now. And oh, my we're God. like, hey, this was 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Holy shit. That's brutal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a couple hours, so a little while later, we're, we're you know, still in our bedroom. We're sitting in bed, and then all of a sudden, we just hear this, like, this loud, like, cra- just all these loud noises, crashing, creaking, snapping noises. And we're like, sure. what in the fuck is that? Um, and we literally, like, ran over towards our closet. We just, like, started hearing the sounds behind us from inside the house <laughs> or from outside the house. We're inside the house and we're just like, what is, what is happening? Right. Yeah. Cause we're in the middle of this storm. Power had been out earlier in the day. Uh, turns out a tree in our backyard fell on the house next to us. What? Oh shit. <sighs> is everybody okay? Yeah. Our tree fell on our neighbor's house. Oh, uh, it was your and, tree. Um, <laughs> oh no. It was our tree. Uh-huh. And the, I mean, in the branches, like, so like the, yeah, like the outer thinner branches actually did like hit our window, like our bedroom window right next to our room. Um, Whoa, dude. That's yeah, scary. Man. Wow. Yep. I was yep. taking a nap in the house. They knocked when out I, the neighbor's yeah. carport and I think took out part of their ceiling or part of their <gasps> roof. Ooh. And wow. um, probably some other stuff. It's hard to see yet because they're engulfed in tree. Yeah. Oh, man. Man, I'm really glad you guys are okay. That that that's scary stuff. Trees are no joke. They're fucking. Yeah. They're no joke. You nope. ever seen? You ever seen one like, just people take down like the climbers when they take them down in chunks, and you just hear one piece hit the ground. It's like, Doo! you know, it's fucking intense, man. Those things are huge. They're it was so heavy. It was serious, man. It's it's a big yep. tree too. Probably like at least a hundred year old tree. Ah, um, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad yep. it didn't hit our house. That would have been. Yep. Uh, that would have been um, no bueno. Very inconvenient to say the absolute least. That would have been really unpleasant. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm glad it worked out. I'm thankful that the family next to us is okay. They're just they have yeah. to stay somewhere else for a while until they repair their roof and walls. Yeah. I would assume. Yep. 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 Oh man. And then this morning was fun because we got to we got to wake up to the sound of uh chainsaws. Chainsaws, yeah. Right there. The oh my god. <laughs> At like eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, right right when Stuff. the local city code says it's okay. Eight AM. Right, exactly. <laughs> eight AM. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And of course and of course we're night owls, so we tend to like, you know, stay up later, sleep later. Right. Yeah, like, so eight AM uh, is like fucking brutal. Uh Man, sorry about that. I know how that goes. Yeah, that's all right. I'm 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 happy we're okay. But yeah, it was a it was an interesting it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was, a, it was an interesting couple of days. For it was, sure. You know, we lost power for a minute. It was it was kind of scary. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. I love that I lived in Miami for four years and and managed to uh, never come in contact with a hurricane. Uh, but I that's but actually I get a tornado season here. That's pretty amazing. That's amazing. It was weird, man. Every time it looked like we were about to have a hurricane, it would just like go right around us. Wow. You know, it's like this storm was coming directly from Miami and then it would just like coast in between. Sure. Like Miami and uh, and St. <laughs> Pete, just right up the middle of the state, right across over into the yeah. Atlantic Ocean. And then it was like the year that I left, they had a giant hurricane. That was a big problem for a lot of people. Right. Sorry. I, I, I mute. I'm sure muting I it. Gone. I thought I muted it. <laughs> trying to mute it. Stream manager. Doesn't default to fucking muted. What? Mm. A, what a stupid thing. 
I don't know what you're talking about. I'm trying to manage no our stream, our professional stream over here. And uh, is our is our stream muted? It it played back. It 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 it, it played back through our through our stream. Sorry, never mind. No, it's I'm all, trying it's to okay. trying to see if it's all uh, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're all good. We're all good. We're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, right. So we should get to some. We should get to some coffee. You drink yeah, anything dude. special yeah. today? I am honestly, I really am going with Old Faithful. I'm going with the uh, it's you know it's what's in right now the Ethiopian Kimbata. It's a you know natural roast, natural light roast. Um, it just hits the spot every time, and there's a lot of it around. So <laughs> it's it's what I have access to, and um, I I think I'm I think I'm I'm sl- I'm slipping on my coffee variety lately. It it has uh, it's I think I'm just I haven't been in as adventurous place um, until like you brought up some of those new coffees, and then our friend donated that last one. I just don't know where to look. I'm intimidated every time I go to look for a new coffee. I don't really know where I want to go to look for like you know some trusted good new stuff. Does that make sense? Like right. you, like you, uh, you did something that yeah, I don't, yeah, I totally. wouldn't necessarily do, which is just like look for a brand online and just order some random dark. shit. No, <laughs> that's what it was. It was totally right, stab right, in the dark. I was right. just like, let's just let's give let's give this a shot. Let's see. What and happens. it was good. Well, I figure I, I look at it. Well, I look at it this way: whether it's great, terrible, or in mm. between, we win because it doesn't it doesn't have to be good. Sure. We just have to talk about it. So we can just talk about how bad it is. It just doesn't have to kill or how, like, nondescript. <laughs> I feel like there was one coffee, I think it was, what, Counterculture, where I was like, mm-hmm. this is very okay. Meh. <laughs> meh. Yeah, it's a meh. It's a meh it's coffee. Extremely, yeah. it's, 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 it's extremely neutral. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. Right. It just right. kind of was. Yep. Yep. But I felt like it was a but I felt like it was a memorable enough segment. You know, I had a couple of beans. Of, segment, I had a couple. The segment. <sighs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now we're doing that fucking Damn, Zoom, Zoom delay dance. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, it's so bad. So I forgot what we were talking about. That's perfect. I was talking about counterculture coffee. Yes, I had some of it this morning. I put some put some of those counterculture beans in my coffee this morning, and I think I'm just trying to stretch out the last little bit of my Ethiopian beans that I have right now. So, hey, speaking of Ethiopia, I I think Ethiopia is uh, mix it with a CBD. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Ethiopia. Speaking of this, a little bit of a slight pivot. Or I mean, mix my CBD with more CBD because Mm -hmm. that's, of course, that's what I would do. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A a two to zero Mm -hmm. ratio. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, that's right. Two percent THC to zero percent THC. I mix them together to make one percent. You can buy one percent, but I don't. I like to mix them together. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Yep. I like to find those early strains that just kind of taste like dirt. But they don't even really take. They look like they look like weed, but they just taste like dirt. Those are good. You know, I, I tr- like those. I, I, I think I think I want to try brewing just the dirt that the that the beans grow out of. I think maybe you'd get a lot out of that. You know, like <laughs> just brew, a couple handfuls. Dirt. Yeah, dirt just water. brew the dirt. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, the, you got to plant the coffee beans into your your soil, and that's where a lot of the flavors come from. It's like 
coffee beans. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, man, why don't we just go straight to the dirt then? I feel like the, the beans are pulling all that flavor out of the dirt. Let's just fucking go for the dirt. Like, forget the bean. Let's just have some dirt. <laughs> For the flavor, I feel like it. there's a weird. I feel like there's a like there's a like a weird but somewhat viable logic to that, you know. <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> I mean, of just like I mean, that's where all the nutrients come from, right? It's right. All from there, right. Everything that's you know gonna end up in the bean, right? Right. Right. Just, so drink, what, just are, drink the dirt. Just, I mean, just is there the some amazing some transformation like a fucking phoenix that happens for every one of these coffee plants when the fucking you know when the when the seed goes in the ground there's like this big transformation or is all the flavor actually just the dirt really like, <laughs> no that's how no that's how they roast them it's the it's the phoenix right so yeah yeah the, well we're gonna roast the dirt i mean we're gonna go through a roasting process but i'm just saying ri- <laughs> the phoenix rises when the phoenix when the phoenix rises from the dirt from it, it also it also roasts the beans on the bottom oh you yes because it's rise. a fiery yeah it's a fiery bird yeah, it's capable of. It's hot enough to it's, roast. Yeah, it's a fire. It's a bird made of fire. You know. Exactly. It's a bird. It's a bird that was ashes. You know, an ash bird, right? Yeah. You know, when you see an ash bird flying yeah. around with its ash wings, and everyone yeah. underneath it is suffocating and dying because Named it's coating them. All the children. It coats yeah. the children. Yeah, it's Ashton runny, the bird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ashton, bringer of death. That's what that name means. You know. Yeah. Ash bringer ton, of death. Tons that's of his, ashes. That's really his. You know, tons of ash, yeah. Tons a of, ton ash. of ash, yeah. In your in your face holes, yeah. In your breathy in your breathy holes, yep. yeah. And then yeah. And so it, it so it it's it come it was ashes. That's just its regular form. And then it, you know, it then it turns from ash. It, it goes into the dirt, and then it turns from dirt ashes into into fire Cop. dirt, and then it roasts the it roasts the beans. The beans, yeah, yep. And that's the story. And that's the story of Jesus. That's how I know it. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so about those Ethiopians, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're taking on, um, here's a slight pivot. Uh, Cardano is one of those, uh, cryptocurrencies out there that I enjoy following. Uh, they're actually going to be using Cardano as a real currency here pretty soon to some degree. Cool. Pretty awesome. Hell yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. Hopefully, I might be able to buy fucking Sweet. coffee in, in Cardano. That'd be great. That would be fucking great. As soon as that's that available, cool. I'm ordering a fucking bag of coffee and paying for it in fucking Cardano from Ethiopia. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. Just to say you did it. Yep. Just Yo, to did say you check you your did doge? Did you check that doge today? Oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, what what? And I really, a I really wish the last drop it had down like under the underneath thirty, uh-huh. uh, underneath thirty cents. To yep. Clarify for those who who aren't familiar. Mm-hmm. I really wish that hadn't been the, at the exact same time that like money just stopped coming yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I could have, I could have a lot more than I do right sure. now. I was like, man, sure. I can buy. You like, I can the get hundred more for like mm-hmm. thirty-one bucks, and then mm-hmm. it was just like, "Hey, save every penny you have," because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, rug pulled out. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that's poverty traps, folks. That's why. That's that's why it's insulting to poor folks and brown folks and all those people. And when you hear them, Republicans and Steve Mnuchin and shit, like, "Wow, well, they should just if people want to be less poor, they should invest their money." <laughs> I just don't think it's fair. To- let people make more from 
not working, and then we make from not working. I don't think yeah, it's fair. Right, right. That's why we. That's why we want right. to. That's why we want to strangle those people. Right. Because <laughs> you can't do that stuff unless you have the capital behind you to start in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought. You know, I thought we had set the hurdle yeah. high enough. I clearly it's not high enough. We need to set the hurdle higher. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Oh, man. Dude, by the way, I, I brought this up last week when I was on the show. That I've, re- I've been reading this uh, uh, this book, Chaos, by Tom O'Neill, uh, okay. which is just, just – it's dizzying. It's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. It's dizzying. He's got – he really did his homework. This guy reported on this story for 20 years. It's about the Manson murders or the specifically the, the, the Tate-LaBianca murders. Um and essentially about how uh, Helter Skelter is just a, a completely inaccurate yeah. um, doctored yeah. account of what yes. happened and how yes. evidence was covered up and witnesses were lied for and witnesses yes. lied on the stand um, yes. and how there's just, you know, uh, law enforcement and intelligence agencies, uh, both mm. the CIA and the FBI Total and local up. police and yes. county police and sheriff's office, like all involved. And yeah, what, because they were all really against the up. fucking hippies at that time. All of them, all those well, people you, in those positions were conservatives, and they were fucking yes, hating on the hippies. And, and it, well, so it, what, where I'm at now in the book mm-hmm, is he's mm-hmm. thinking the writer is thinking that it may have been part of COINTELPRO and Chaos, uh, which were both. So Chaos was the FBI program. Okay. Right. No. COINTELPRO was the FBI, chaos sure. was the CIA, okay. um, or one of or one of the something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we don't know much about the chaos program, but it because uh, it just wasn't reported on very much. But with the little bit that um, O'Neill found out about it, he was saying it's something that should have should have been reported on. It should have been even bigger than than COINTELPRO. Um, but their stated goals were yeah to discredit the left. They're like just discredit leftists at any yes. cost, basically yes. by any means necessary. But right. even more important than discrediting leftists was discrediting, uh, murdering, jailing, and um, and you know sowing violence between uh, black activists and revolutionaries. Yes. That was like the main yes. component. Because, and they even stated because they because he because he because um, he was actually a, a, an activist, as far as I understand. Uh, Marilyn, Man- uh, uh, Charles Manson, or at least some of the people he was around. No, he okay. No, he was not a he was not an activist. Um, he was a con man <laughs> uh, and an ex con and a, a person on parole, um, which is the important part. So what it's thought is that where where I'm at in the in the story is um, it. He the level of protection that he had almost implies that he was an informant, or or if not an informant, close enough to informants to be more useful to the various entities he was working for, still out on the streets rather than behind bars. That's why he he okay. walked free for multiple counts of grand theft auto, sex with a minor, contributing to the delinquency of minors. Um, I mean, you name it, you know, and, right, and they right, right, right. multiple murders. It wasn't just Tate LaBianca murders. There's, you know, there were two more that they were able to connect to the, to those murders. And then a bunch of other murders that happened around the same time that they, you know, never pinned on them, but think now, yeah, that could have been them too. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were like, they so were the, was, they were know, the so fall guy for a bunch of like, they were, they were just an easy thing to pin a bunch of, 
like multiple things on, I guess, right? I'm kind of saying the opposite that they they got away with a lot more than was pinned oh, on. Oh, okay, they had, okay. They had undue yeah, I don't know the story. Very well. Yeah, that it's that they probably committed like seven or eight murders mm. in you know I mean maybe more, but they what what they're looking at was definitely like seven or eight murders within like six months. Yeah, and um, yeah, brutal. And basically, there was all this stuff done to separate. So, like, even with the there was a murder. Of, yeah, there were the the Tate murders, the LaBianca murders, and the Hin- and the Hinman murder. Um, and they all so they basically it took the police like four months to connect those things together, which sure. is weird because they had sure. been they had informants at Spawn Ranch. They had uh, I mean, flyover. Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, they were monitoring them. Um, I forget the word now, but, but they were doing flyovers and monitoring them. They had tabs on Manson and like everything he was doing. Uh, they brought him in regularly. He got picked mm-hmm. up and arrested regularly mm-hmm. um, outside of the county that he was supposed to be in. Sometimes outside of the state that he was supposed to be in. A couple times in Mexico, which he's gotcha. definitely not supposed to be in if he's a felon on parole. Right. So, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, this guy should have gone down 20 times over. How was he still free? And then, yeah. like he's talking about how... Um, the guy who was picked up in the Henman murders was directly connected to Manson and the family, but uh, uh, the prosecutors refused to prosecute them together. They didn't right. want. In fact, even the judge uh, insisted that there could be no mention of Manson, the family, or the Tate LaBianca murders during the Henman trial. Yeah, you can get a mistrial for Sense stuff like that. that. The, 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 the judge during the Chauvin trial well, threatened exactly the same kind of thing. They were like, you cannot talk about this other thing because blah, blah, blah. It just it, 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 yeah, it's not good for a trial. But, oh, but what I'm, but what I'm but saying that's, here but that's is that's also, a, that's, that's a, also a way to manipulate it's a cover. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. It did. In, 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 in this case, it didn't make any sense. It was clear yep. because so well, it didn't make any sense until you understood the real motive behind it. Right. Is that, if they had have tried them together, a fact that the prosecution was concealing about two about two men specifically that had contact with people they said they didn't have, that saw people days after they said they saw them, that mm-hmm. went back to Spawn Ranch after they said they'd gone back. Um, basically, if they had tried them together, it would have unraveled this whole story. So they tried them separately so that there'd never be an opportunity for uh, for the defendant to be asked certain questions related that related to this other case, so it was a cover. Interesting, and it was such a cover. It was so obvious that the defense, not only the defense, but one of the attorneys on the prosecution was like, "Hey, hold on, wait a minute, what are we doing? Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, how come I wasn't invited?" So, like, yeah. the main guy Bugliosi had a secret uh, talk with the judge where they decided all this stuff. Okay, we're just not going to admit this. We're not going to mention this. Okay, we agree on this, agree on that. And they didn't include the defense. They didn't include all of the prosecution. And all of them were like, this is unprecedented. You never do things this way. We all should have been in on that conversation. So, you know, and and there's, you know, just in the minutes of the of the hearing, some of the stuff that the judge was was doing was just highly suspect, highly, highly suspect. Sure. Um, But uh, I, you know, we we wound up on a tangent there. There was a reason I was uh, bringing that. Oh, oh, just because. You know, it just that it turned out that uh, or it seems to be turning out that the most major motivation is uh, 
man, these people were just trying to do anything they could to Mm -hmm. stop and disrupt and mess up black people. I mean, the left, too, as a whole. But like there was this whole document about how about how um, they needed how it was like imperative that they that they stop whites from identifying and believing in and supporting blacks and black causes and black movements. And it just, yeah, it made me, it made me think about so much of the stuff that we've seen in the past year and so many of the narratives. And they were talking about how it was also their intention to divide the left against itself by separating of what we now call progressives from the kind of mainline people. Yeah, you know, through uh, manipulation of discourse, through uh, you know, sowing uh, uh, discontent and distrust, and I'm going, man, that all sounds real familiar. Sounds, sounds real like what's familiar. happening in the Republican Party all right now. <laughs> sounds like what's happening in the Democratic Party right now. It's all of it. All, all uh, like again, we all uh, just just remember where we were, like two, but between one and like four years ago. Like right when we found out Trump got elected um, and we're like living with that reality for the first couple of months there that he was president. Um, I think, I think we all kind of realized, holy shit, like, like for real, for real, the system is fucked up. Our system is totally fucked on both sides and we're getting screwed by both republicans and democrats and they're all they're all you know they're all in bed with each other at some degree even with the public facing fight right now a lot of them are still like you know shaking hands under the table and um and doing well, their yeah. back room doing their back room thing but um you know they're um so so my point is that you know biden's not the answer to fucking much of anything i mean really so no no you know what no, what victory really I, did we did we win you know like and not not much that's why like, i can't identify as a democrat i definitely identify like maybe as a progressive definitely a liberal um i have very very few conservative tendencies i think um so it's hard for me to relate with those those people these days yeah well and you know yeah. i think we've talked about this on the on the show before, but those like those terms are so muddled now. You know, yeah, uh, that's when right. we talk about liberals and conservatives, we're we're really not invoking the definition of the words. You know, um, I th- I'm trying to the traditional because I'm narratives well, that are spun. Yeah, I'm trying to use well, the traditional that, you know like meaning is, of these words actually. Right. Well, so I mean, like, you know, f- fiscally. Right. I'm, and I'm just I'm I'm prefacing what I'm about, what I'm yeah, about yeah. to say uh, sure, sure. with this is that I, I have a I have a pretty, you know, if if like. If we were just talking about like like viewpoints on policy, I would say that I'm probably probably like 60, 40, um, you know, it, things that you could n- not. So not moves that are like traditionally conservative as we know them you know but Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. if we're talking like spend money or don't you know what i mean there there's there are equal things where i'm like "Mm, you should hold on to that like uh we should be conservative with that there we should hold on to that money we should make sure this gets you know this should go back only into this this should just be into this public resource this should only you know right um right yeah i mean can you give me an example yeah there's there are a lot of like 
So, like, I can say military spending I mean, is okay. one where like and we spend too much and we could save a little bit on that. So that's an easy one, I think. I mean, we could spend we could spend a lot on that, right? Yeah, def- uh, defense defense contracts and military budget is huge. Um, honestly, uh, bailouts for big corporations, I you know these are the same people that want to push for regulatory undersight, you know, that, yes, that's <laughs> or right. Lack of regulatory oversight to put that's it right. correctly. Um, the, the one, and, the, you know, talk about the free market. All right. Well, the free, yeah. well, the free market shook you out. So bye-bye. Yeah, exactly. Too big I, to fail should not be a thing. That's, that's right. Especially when you know. the fucking CEO is taking home how many millions of dollars every year. And then they sit there and just write themselves practically a fucking blank check, you know, like, you know, right. they come into a company right. and they, they, they increase their, you know, they, you know, they, they, they increase their fucking salary like 200% while the employees get a pay cut, while they lose some health care, right. while they uh, have increased hours, while injuries on the job go up, while, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's fucked up that they're going to sit there and, and, uh, and they're going to take home that many millions and then expect the taxpayers to pick up, pick up pick up the, the, the rest of it. Like that doesn't make any sense. How do you get bailed out? Mm-hmm. And then the owners of the company who steered the company right down into the ground there, uh, you know, let their margins get a little too small. And then they're still taking home millions as individuals. Well, they're, you know, I, right. there's so many elements right. to that. They're just fucked up. <laughs> like, fuck. Well, you know, I, I, I thought of this just as we're sitting here. I, I think, I think we're the terms we really should be using when we're talking about, you know, uh, Democrats and Republicans is not liberal and conservative, but it's uh, <laughs> um, statism versus corporatism. And I don't like sure. either one of those things. Uh, sure. and, and honestly, on the establishment end, they really flip flop between what serves them best in the moment. Right. So corporatists are all pro corporatism until corporatism fails them. Then they want statism to then they're then they're pure statists. Well, the state should come in and back us up. Right. It's well, called corporate socialism. Well, and should... that's what we have. Yeah. That's what our current system is, is sure. socialism for the rich I... and um, and pick yourself up by your bootstraps for the poor. Corporatism for the poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even but so even on the even on the Democrat side, well, we want, you know, statism to support us until that fails for us. Then we want corporatism to come in and, and save our backs. We want corporatism to come in and support us. We want corporatism to give us our jobs when, when mm-hmm. our, our um, you know, public careers are up. Um, so, you know, when we start talking about liberal and conservative and Republican and Democrat, it's like, we're almost, the, the terms don't even mean anything anymore. Um, and yeah, I'm, sure. neither, I'm neither a statist sure. nor, nor a corporatist. Sure. I don't, I don't believe either one of those institutions are going to lead us to the promised land. Um, I think they both, they both exist to, you know, um, to subjugate and subdue us in some way. Sure. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. But, uh, yep. Yep. but yeah, anyway, it was just, um, it was, it, it was interesting to put those, to put those, to connect those dots. Um, you know, re- reading this book about, about Manson and the CIA in the sixties. Um, and it's, it, it's chilling to read some of these, some of these accounts. Oh, and here's how we got into the liberal uh, conservative thing is, mm-hmm. is Tom O'Neill is kind of suggesting that, uh, that there is like, or at least was at the time, uh, a conservative wing of the intelligence community that basically determined that any progressivism, any, 
you know, liberalism was, had to be coming from Russia and the communists. Had to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It couldn't right. be. It couldn't possibly be a reaction to their policies. So it has to be coming from China. That's coming right. From China. That's right. That's right. exactly what we're dealing um, with right now. It's like everyone, everyone's kind of doing that. I think both sides are doing that. Shit. And so then they, so then they used, they used that. For, you know, all, I mean, it's the same thing we've seen since then. Uh, you know, they've basically just been trying to do the same thing over and over again. Is oh, they, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, discredit anybody who would who would connect the dots uh, and, sure. uh, you know, shout down uh, you know, progressives over, over, and yeah. quote unquote uh, conspiracy theorists. And, right. And overload the uh, overload the public with too much misinformation where they absolutely cannot. Uh, decipher what's real, what's false, and it's everything's happening so much, so fast that there's not enough time to really do any kind of deep dive or investigate or give any any particular topic any real effort and and time. Right. And so uh, we just end up moving on, well, and it's forgetting so about to, stuff, and so that's and so the, easy the mis- to manipulate yeah. the narrative too. It, and it's a very powerful tool now that we've got the internet, and you know you can see why some of these social media groups are really like struggling with this concept of silencing any of these groups because um yeah i i mean it's uh yeah they're spending a lot of money (laughs) number one they're spending a lot of money um and and it it you know if you're wondering if there's a freedom of speech issue i mean it's still private property it's still you know it's still a private service you know what i mean it's not a public utility not yet (laughs) right um so they can still set the rules, but, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Well, and that's, and that's the thing is that, is that they, they, what appears to be the case is that they set the rules for us and then they yeah. play by a completely different set of rules. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's true. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, let's get into some, let's get into some news, some sure. happenings in the world. Hell yeah. Uh, so, in the news, Liz Cheney, and see, now I asked him to talk about this because he had some details on this. I didn't. I'm pretty sure he was the one that brought up this story when we were in the pre-show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, I saw that in <clears> passing. <throat> right. So. All right. Liz Cheney. Yeah, I don't I don't have tons of details, but I did see a little bit about... Um, you know, basically, she's she's in some hot water. Um, so they've, there's been kind of a wave of of. I, I think we were trying. I, I, I still don't. I still don't know how to. Whoa. What's up? What? Yeah, turn the turn the video down, man. Turn the video down. Yeah, you have video audio, or is that me? Oh, sorry, that's me. Oh, okay. I don't even know if you guys can hear that. I just all of a sudden no, it was like I loud. I didn't hear it. I thought you were. All right, nope, sorry. I, I didn't totally... hear. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Yeah, because I pulled up a I pulled up a CNN page and then it like yeah. just automatically starts playing this big time. Dude, video. mine's been doing that up. this whole show. Like, I'm sure it'll come through in the audio. I don't think you heard any of it, but no, a couple times there's no. been some of our audio playing back. But I'm the one like sending the signal out, so I've got to be like super careful. Right. So um, okay. Uh, here's what I got here. It says Liz Cheney is striking a nerve again. This is from CNN, so you know. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we yeah. Can maybe we can maybe trust that this generally happened, but yep. the <clears throat> excuse me, but the uh, the details, <laughs> you know, 
CNN likes to fudge details and assert that they know stuff that they don't know and and yep. throw up things that they don't fact check till later and they go, oh, sorry, we said this, but actually it appears that that's no longer the case. Whatever, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump sends an email saying the election was stolen and Cheney, the number three House Republican, tweets right back at him minutes later that the 2020 presidential election was not stolen. Ooh. Yes. Yes. What a how going to how she's like the she's controversial. One of the, yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when but, the Ch- when the Cheneys are like the most upstanding members of your, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Cheney, the guy who like almost single handedly got us into unending war for no reason. The yeah, but he, was like, he, but he was finally forced yeah. to eat his words about gay people because his daughter's a lesbian. Like the guy who went on a yes. hunting trip and shot his friend in the face. Fucking yes. dick ass. Dick votes against gun, gun, gun control. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dick Bainey. Yeah, um, man. So, right. But he represents like old school, old school fucking Reagan and and nixon republicans you know like he like that's, yeah, which is not that, which is what so all this all this stuff that we've been talking about uh, that uh uh happened in in chaos right that's the gqp uh, cointelpro right yeah that's who was that's who was responsible for that stuff it's the gqp it's not the <laughs> gop gop is is uh is 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 what liz cheney is representing she's she's gop and now she's clashing with gqp and that's what's up right now yeah <laughs> But that's what's funny is that like they're it's not like the GOP is any less evil. Like they're super evil. The more I learned, the more I'm like, oh yeah, you're just as evil as I always thought you were. Right. <laughs> but yeah. It's still like shocking, you know. A bunch of these folks, there's gonna be something at some point. I mean, I keep I keep having this image, like, is this really are we gonna be living with this reality till you and I are like in our, you know, assuming we live to our seventies and eighties or nineties. Like, are we really going to be around these fucking people that are our age, that that old, that like really the mask never got ripped off of of the, uh, you know, the veil was never revealed and they're going to like all, just go to the grave just like, that election was stolen from us, you know what I mean? Like, is there oh, yeah. ever, I oh, mean, absolutely. I'm not sure because, absolutely. I, I mean, I, because as much as it's, <laughs> it's like, I'm learning as I'm, as I'm learning about technical analysis with, um, with watching, you know, asset charts, you know, whether it's crypto or stocks or whatever the fuck you can chart things on a graph and you can watch how things play out over time it's amazing when when there's a big uprising of momentum and quick instant support for something out of the ordinary when things have been kind of more consistent for a long period of time those things don't last very long they're big spikes on a chart and they come right back down so what i'm saying is the gqp is mm-hmm. a big spike i think it's a big fucking spike and i think eventually you're going to have some bubble burst they're going to get the bubble burst and they're all going to have the reality set in that the veil is going to be revealed something the, the veil being ripped off is going to be the catalyst and then people are going to go oh my god like fuck and i think they're going to get people falling off that bandwagon and i think we're already seeing maybe a couple few people fall off that bandwagon but not no real prominent individuals that could start up any kind of mass movement of any sort, but maybe, maybe Liz Cheney's like going to bat, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't people, trust it. Them, I just love watching the drama. <laughs> some of those folks still think Elvis is still alive. That's all I'm saying. Yep. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that he'd be, he'd be what? Like 90 something now. Well, he's like, on an alien spaceship. Elvis right. Is. Of course. This, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I yeah. mean. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter what you tell them. Yeah. They're just like, no, I know. 
I know. I believe it in my heart. Jesus told me one night. He's on a space base on the moon. On, one night I did so much meth, I met Jesus. <laughs> and he told he, me he did that some meth Elvis with me. <laughs> still alive, yeah. He sold me some more good meth. <laughs> no, that was Jesus. Uh, no, this was the, a different time. <laughs> Jesus uh, is just a guy. That's just who I buy my meth from. I don't trust him. Bang on Mexican, but you know, got good shit. I thought he was just joking about that Jesus thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So so hold on. Let me let me dig back into this. The yeah, story so, real quick. so yeah, so uh, so uh, where we were was uh, Liz Liz Cheney is going to going to going to bat, and she's getting she got censored by the Republican Party in her state, and um, a whole bunch of Republicans have been out there and been censored. I don't really know. It's just a slap on the wrist. It's just like a they 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 write you a a warning or like a you know like it's just like a piece of paper on your Republican record that's like you upset your party shame on you that's it <laughs> so yeah her her vote went through she got censored uh mitt romney got they voted on his censor but there weren't enough votes to truly censor him it was pretty fucking split though it was like it was like 720 to 760 votes or something like that i'm like damn that's a lot of votes but um that that there's even that many to count like damn how many people are in their fucking you know state congress but um mm -hmm. yeah they uh yeah they fucking censored a whole bunch of people some some got away you know but uh it's such a oh, weird weird it. thing this whole censor censure censor censoring i'm i'm looking for that part of it so but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm looking for that. I don't see anything about them censoring her in mm. this article, okay. uh, which is from today. Mm -hmm. um, but here's what I here's what I got to. So it it basically asserts what you what you were saying is just that she's like a staunch old school Republican. Uh, uh, you know, a um, conventional right. conservative. Yeah. Uh, but, but so, yeah, there's a, this is a slightly so older says, article. Um, I mean, this is from like, this is from February, uh, a uh, couple months ago, you know, Wyoming, Wyoming Republican party on Saturday voted to cen censure. It's C E N S U R E. It's not censure. Oh, censure. It's, okay. censure. It's, oh, okay. it's a, censure. it's a okay. party censuring. So yes, okay. voted to censure Rep Representative Liz Cheney for her vote to impeach former President Donald Trump. So, you know, that's she's oh, one. Okay, and okay, there's okay. been a new yeah. wave recently of like other people. I think Mitt Romney was the one that happened this last week or some shit. But yeah, it's like the popular well, so thing to do what is I'm, censure. What I'm getting now is just is basically they're talking about how she's continuing to stick to her guns and yeah. and oh, yeah. basically on an island. So it says, but not yes. only is she on an island, she also seems to be digging a deeper moat around herself. Whatever the reason, she's clearly on a mission to raise the standard for traditional conservatism, whatever that may now be. Uh, I'm telling you, traditional conservatism is it's just as rotten as Trump conservatism is what I'm finding at, at those levels in the ranks. I'm not talking about the voters. I'm talking about the people who run the shit. It's just as bad. I compl um, I mean, I completely just, agree. But man, like, you know, traditional Republicans are not storming the Capitol. All right. Like, that's not. <laughs> that's not happening no 
No, 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 no. And they're not killing a cop to do it. No, definitely not. Definitely not. No, they're sending. No, they're sending informants into black activist groups and killing them and and jailing them for. That's much more their style. Persuading them to commit acts of violence and stuff like that. Right. It's much more their style. Hey, 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 hey. You're ruining the game. The game. Hey, you're letting them see. Yeah. You're letting those Negroes figure stuff out. Yeah. Come on now. It's probably why they're all pissed at like Robin Hood. It's like Robin Hood's making like trading. Exactly. (laughs) You can't let the poor man have access to trading. You can't let the, you know. Yeah. You can't let the black people feel safe. Yeah, they're down for the rigged rigged game. But there's there's this, what they they don't realize they've done in their efforts to, to convince half the country that they're, they're, models and their courses of action are okay yeah you know to get people to sign off on the killing of unarmed right you know right. innocent people and the jailing of innocent people and mm-hmm. and uh, all that stuff they've they created this this sentiment of well if we, in real america we could just go and tell them how we really feel yeah with a shotgun and, uh, in my hands and if they run away this, i can shoot them right <laughs> Right, and that's turning Hashtag into the Ahmaud Arbery. Like, well, well, we really, well, we we really run shit around here anyway. So let's just fucking do it out in the open. Um, and yep. I think I think that's what the real split in the in the Republican Party is. Right, is between that that old way of let's do it all hush hush and secret and never speak anything to, to nobody, say nothing to right. nobody. To we don't got to do that anymore. We don't have to do that come right out in the open just be who we are we put in we put in the background work we're good now what what are they gonna do yeah um Mm -hmm. but so but then here's the thing right here's the real thing is uh here it says right here uh political strategists being what being what they are there's already some whispering about cheney's potential national future maybe just maybe if trump decides to not to run for president she might uh, lots of Trumpists will show up. You know who who they are, and she might be ready to lead what's left of the GOP, both in the primaries and, and a general election. So that's what all of a sudden this big moral grandstanding is about. Yeah. Is I see an opportunity sure. to run against him on the people that he disenfranchised. Yes, that's what that's about. Yes, I think. I doubt that she really believes in shit. Yeah, they've um, isolated plenty of Republicans, and there are probably enough. I mean, that's the the real question is, are there enough people who voted for Biden that you could get to go more towards a Liz Cheney as opposed to, say, a Biden second term? Or if Biden doesn't run, which, of course, he will, um, is is, you know, he's not going to get any competition. Obviously, he's an incumbent, so he's not going to get any competition. Let's say he does decide not to run. Who's going to run in the Democratic Party? Obviously, we saw a bunch of support for a lot of different candidates this last time. I mean, damn, the Democrats have plenty of candidates who could fucking kick that ass. Well, that so. well that worked. Yeah, I kind of I, I have a suspicion that that was that that was just part of a scheme too, to because you know you know it was all of a sudden in this like you know landmark election <clears throat> we had far more far more democratic candidates than we've ever had sure um and for the longest time i'm like why why is there all why are there all these people and so many of them were forgettable um yeah there were a number of them that nobody gave yeah. a shit about yeah and like 10 of them people were like yep. who's this guy at least right yep. and fucking bloomberg was in and 
Oh, yeah. You know, I just... Yeah, you know Andrew Yang, who I liked, but his only thing was I'm going to give you money. Like, and it's like, okay, what's your what are your what's your foreign policy? Uh, I'm going to give you money. Like, all right, dude. Um, I just didn't get where all these people were coming from and why they were all there. How they all how they all make it there, right? I still like Andrew uh, Yang until everybody simultaneously <laughs> dropped out of the race and supported Biden to knock Bernie out. And then yeah. I went, oh, that's what we're that's what we're doing. Okay, right. That's why. That's why we overloaded it with so many people. So that we could, you know, uh, um, fragment the Democratic voting bloc and separate them into their preferred candidates. And then as each of their candidates backed Biden, well, then they'll back Biden, too. I think. Hmm. But I'm paranoid. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. So, okay, that was Liz Cheney. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I've just. Look, I don't trust. I don't trust these motherfuckers, man. I don't trust these motherfuckers. I trust everybody. Um, especially after I've, I've seen what they've done to us. <laughs> seen it. Yeah. Seen what they've done to us. Mm-hmm. I know they're still doing it to mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. I, don't believe, I don't believe them. I, I think there's ulterior motives to everything. I think almost no sure. story we get is dead on the money. And this sure. is what sucks really bad about. And, and, see, and see here again. This whole thing that's happened recently with the co-opting of of um, conspiracy theory narratives by the right where this wasn't a right thing. The whole conspiracy theory thing and the deep state stuff started with what was uncovered that was happening in the forties through sixties. Yeah. During the McCarthy era, during the McCarthy era. And it was being perpetrated by the conservatives and it was, it was liberals, liberal, you know, liberal independents and progressives and and journalists who are finding this stuff. Yes. Um, All of a sudden (laughs) in the last five years, I want to say maybe 10, definitely in the last five, all of a sudden it is a right wing narrative. Almost exclusively, if you bring up conspiracy theories, it inv- it invokes the sixth. It invokes yes. Q. It invokes. So it's yeah. like you start saying any of that stuff, people. Oh, right. oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. You you know, oh, you're one of those people. Uh-huh. And it's like, nah, man. Like, mm-mm. look, just because just because I believe maybe there were ancient aliens doesn't mean I also believe maybe there was a Holocaust. That's not the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, 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 and ancient aliens don't necessarily lead to flat earth. You know what I mean? No. It, it, it doesn't lead to chemtrails. It doesn't lead to fucking Pizzagate. It doesn't lead to fucking, you know, Satanist child-eating orgies. You know, like, it's, it's, it's... I don't know how you string all those together What's- into an, a reality. That's so wild, I mean, man. I, I mean, I think they're doing. I think they're. I think they're doing what all abusers do: is they're projecting. They're well, taking the a things lot that of, they don't want to be seen for, and yeah. saying it about the other side, saying it about the people that they're victimizing. You sure? What they sure. Do. With a with well, with, with people on really around. powerful platforms like Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, mm-hmm. who stand up there and just say what the fuck ever. But they do have a cohesive Dude, narrative. I mean, it's tight. It's real tight, and they, yeah. and they and they seem to just yes yeah. and too. They yes and each other. They just they're just all about this yes and more conspiracy. Yes and well they've got <laughs> well they've already got their well they've already got their 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 talking points, and all they got to do is just stick to them. You know, they have their bullet points of what they're supposed to riff on and talk about and and shove down the audience's throat, and they just stick to that no matter what. 
Um, yeah, it's and and you know, it, but it's when stuff. An, 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 mm-hmm. well, it's when you say yeah, that, you, know, you, got, the, you, you got you got you got another one of the points <laughs> in the in the in the book is they talk about how it was uncovered that the CIA had um, had operatives operating in news media. Um, that, you know, became part yeah. of public record, but the names had never been released. But there are like, there are news anchors, you know, yes, news yes. anchors that you grew up watching news anchors, your parents grew up watching who that you were trusted. just disseminating disinformation for mm-hmm. national uh, intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of that is to, you know, to disinform. Some of that is to cover up. Some of that is to divide and conquer. Um, for sure. And we know that now. We just don't know the specifics. And I'm I'm saying, well, if that's what they were doing, it's, I forget how many they they said it was, but they have un- uncovered like they're like it's at least some X number of, and it was like sixty people, some you know, fifty, right. sixty, seventy operators right. somewhere around there. Right. I want to say. Yep. And if that's what they were doing then, what are they doing now? You know. Well, now, now uh, there's like just they a direct line of, of project. Well, now yeah. there's. There's a direct line from from no, Trump to Hannity, you know. Like <laughs> they they spoke nightly while he was in the White House, like every night. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's not supposed exactly. to happen. That's not supposed. That's not supposed to happen. Like. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, like that's and that's what I'm saying. There's like clear evidence of of conspiratorial behavior. Um, but now, yep. if you if you mention that, you seem like a crazy person. Because they just lumped everybody in. Conspiracy theorism has become one thing instead of what it actually is. Is, hey, there is evidence that what really happened is not what these people are saying happened. That's all a conspiracy theory is. I think these people, I think there are more than one people who knew about a thing that said they didn't or, you know, said things happened differently than they did. Yeah, and mul- it's to cover yeah. up something else. Multiple, mul- a conspiracy is mul- multiple people came together to do a thing. That's 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 the conspiracy is that it didn't just happen organically. That that people conspired right. to do an action together. Um, it doesn't necessarily right. have to be malintent. It doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing. It can it can be, no, you know, you you and you. We, we, yeah, it's exactly. I was going to use that exact example. Like you and I conspired to do this show. Here we are. So, um, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but it's, it's become, you know, the phrase that we use conspiracy theory and, um, yeah, it's powerful. <laughs> yeah. Dirty word. So, yeah. uh, yeah. speaking of conspiracy theories, uh, Bill Gates. <laughs> oh man, dude, how's your 5g? How's your 5g? Oh, man, man, mine's good. Mine's dude. real good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yo. 5K porn in my head all day. So 5K just, you know porn, what I mean? yeah. Just close my eyes and it's right there. Multiple um, windows, for VR. Fuck yeah, dude. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, dude. You've heard, dude, of, you've, I, heard of, you've heard of deep. You've heard of deep fakes. These are balls deep fakes. Balls deep. Balls deep fakes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You get it? <laughs> yeah, the image I got was just like. Yeah, fucking balls deep. Fakes. Balls deep. <laughs> Just balls hitting, hitting your chin, you know. Balls deep fakes. Mm. Um, that's my new website. Check out ballsdeepfakes.com. That might actually be a thing. Don't, don't search that. <laughs> it's fucking that's hilarious. You, you want to see? That's um, great. But yeah, anyway. Dude. So uh, I guess Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced after 27 years of marriage, which makes sense if you've seen either of those people ever. You dude, know, their interviews are horrible <laughs> together. <laughs> 
dude did you see the did you see the most recent um last week tonight um, oh my god oh um well, there's uh, no there's no way i know that there's no microchip yes in the yes or he would have told that me that hasn't even been invented yet and I didn't hear him say it out loud. So, and then she's just like, "Dude, somebody freeze framed the weird moment." Motion Did, with her hands and the shrug. Yes, just, yes, mm, yes, exactly. And I'm like, "Dude, oh my god, right. could you stop validating them, please?" Yeah, I don't really know much about it. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates announced their divorce in identical statements on social media. That's that's uh, that's odd. And said they will continue their work at their foundation. Uh, look, I think his wife was just like, look, I just can't do it anymore. I'm not a good I'm not a good liar. You know, you're not you. You don't you don't put it down well enough for me to cover your tracks, man. Come on. Like you're you're a weird you're a weird guy. And 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 sure, sure. I look like a bleached paper bag, but I'm still, it's still, people would still ask questions. Like she could still do better than him. Why is she with this guy? When they learn that it's just, it's just for the, just for the Pizzagate money, you know, they're going to, people are going to figure it out, Bill. I got to go. I got to go. Did you see the clip of us on John Oliver? We look like shit bags. We're so, it's so obvious, right? Everyone's going to know. I can't, I can't keep it up anymore, but I do still need to be in the foundation because I'm going to need that money. Okay. I'm going to need that microchip money. I'm going to need the vaccine money. No, but for real though, there's no, I don't think there's a microchip in the, in the vaccine. Maybe, uh, maybe syphilis, right? That would make more sense. That would make more sense, which if that's the case, we're going to find out very soon, you know, over the, over the coming months. If all of a sudden everybody, you know, starts wearing uh, big white wigs, right? That'll be in, that'll be an indicator. If all of a sudden we've Victorian wigs come back into fashion. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine like two chains with like a big Victorian wig? With a, I mean, a big wig, a big like King Louis wig. Or I guess you know, you know who would who would rock that better than uh, Two Chains would be um, Young Thug. Like that'd be the shit if Young Thug came out in like a, a a Victorian dress with the with the big wig, the big white wig, and then was just like, I got syphilis, and I don't even know if that's that's how he raps. I just know it's you know, it's how everybody raps right now, right? They do just like the 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 one the one note. That's what everybody sounds like now. Unless you're cool and different. You know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what all the details of this. Somebody commented, says she says doing dishes, making the table, et cetera, are issues. When you're a billionaire, you just pay other people to do all that stuff. And then you just relax. There must be some deeper conflicts. 27 years is a long marriage. Yeah. We can't grow quote. We can't grow anymore. Time to move on. That's the rich version of a marriage. I could never imagine saying that about my amazing, beautiful. Okay. I don't know why I'm reading people's comments. Like there's any useful information in there. Have you ever tried to learn anything from comments online? It is an exercise in futility and frustration. Don't read comments. Just don't do it. I mean, do it if you can, you know, keep an air of equanimity about you and, and uh, you know, let it roll off your back. But I don't know. I don't know. It can tend to make me mad sometimes. I'm just like, how are people this willfully dumb? <clears throat> Why? 
Um. So okay, that's that. I don't really know what else is going on with that. Uh, we'll look in Google News to see if we can get any more information. Uh, that story's gone. It's lost. Oh no, here it is. You full coverage. Give me that shit. Hurry up. Yeah, they're splitting up after 27 years. Says it's irretrievably broken. Declined spousal support despite no prenup. Man, I wonder what happened. You know what it is? Found those receipts from Pizzagate, you know? That's what it is. She goes, I knew it. I knew you weren't just giving those kids drugs in Africa. I knew you were injecting them with something else. I knew it. Can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. I mean, yes, my whole life is about fucking over brown people, but not fucking brown people. That's disgusting. I can't. I mean, whatever. They were kids, but, you know, that's. Do what you do, right? We're we're rich people. That's just uh, this is part of the game. But the fact that they were brown, I just can't. You can never get the stink off, you know. You just can't. Um, moving on. Uh, there was uh, I'm sure you guys heard briefly about the the Israel stampede. After Israel stampede, some ultra orthodox are looking at their role in the tragedy. Yeah, dude. This is why I don't participate in religion. It's just because there's stupid shit that people do for thousands of years. Why? Because people have been doing that stupid shit for thousands of years. And then their excuses, well, God says we have to. Fuck that. What kind of stupid God wants you to stampede in the streets, kill each other. <laughs> dude. First came the tragedy, then a search for who to blame. Days after a deadly stampede resulted in the deaths of 45 people. 45? At a religious yeah, festival dude. in northern Israel, many are now asking who is at fault. The fuck all of you, you idiots. Yeah, they're all every... Yeah. It's all of your fault. Israeli's government watchdog has said it would open an investigation into the stampede at a Jewish religious festival on Mount Meron, in well, which the victims were mainly ultra-Orthodox men and, and children. Yep. Yet some, including activists from ultra or from inside the ultra orthodox community, are calling for the ultra orthodox to look at their own role in the tragedy as well. At least there are a couple of you who who have a conscience, and that's not a that's not a a, a hit on Jewish people, just people. <laughs> any uh, the, any organization. It, well, you know, I mean, the, the I think the simplest answer probably is going to be they're going to follow. Whatever, I mean, I don't know what kind of code permitting, whatever they have. I mean, every country's got their own types of permitting and and, uh, fire codes and, you know, group codes and mass gathering codes, if there are any. I mean, so there's a liability somewhere in a stack of pavers uh, for somebody. You know, there's either they had too many people, they oversold the event, um, you know, there weren't enough uh, exits for the amount of people, they, some, something, something failed and somebody, I mean, somebody will probably get, get slapped with the, Hey, look, it says right here, you're responsible. But I, I just think this is what happens when the only, the only activity you're allowed to have is around your religion, 
right? So it's like, you know, oh, yeah. this is like a whole big oh, yeah. giant thing, whole, you know, whole community comes out. Yep. And yeah, they lose their fucking minds because they're not allowed to do anything else. The whole, you know, rest of their existence is all about, uh, at, you know, at least with like ultra orthodox, it's just about, right. it's just about the religion. That's it. It's like, which is, you right. know, different from Christianity. Like, like, at least they don't live to die. You know, at least they're like, hey, if we do good now, we'll be rewarded now. So I at least respect that a little bit more. But still, it's like, you know, uh, to I think just to live a life that's that that's that repressed. Yeah, man, it's, I, I uh, definitely has to be released somewhere. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, I definitely so, yeah. think that's true. Yep. You know, yeah, people, they're like, you know, yeah, humans once, need once an outlet. We freak the fuck out. Like, yep. you know. Yep, yep. I mean, yep. we see it. Look at the, you know, look at the, look at, look at the burns, man. It's like even there, where it's like we're yeah. a much more loose yeah. liberal society. You still right. get an element of like this is people's like one chance to just let loose, so yes. people overdo it and freak out. You see it and, a lot. I mean, you, know. you see it a lot with some. You see it some with some veteran burners, definitely here and there. There's a few veteran burners I know for a fact. They're just like, man, they go a little too hard when the burn comes around because they don't really some of them don't really seem to carry the burn spirit into the rest of their life. And those that do have a little bit more of a calmness about them. So you can, I mean, walking around a burn, just, just put that intuitive sense on about where somebody's energy level is. Like, are they manic or are they grounded? Mm -hmm. You know, are they calm? Are they just super excited? Are they looking around? Like, it's like, you know, people say that they can, they can tell a tourist in New York city by the people that are looking up at the buildings. I mean, you can see that yeah. at the burns too. You see that fresh new new look on their face, and you're like, "All right, you know they're they're experiencing this for the first time, and and they don't seem to have very many other outlets in their life, apparently." <laughs> so right. Yeah. Well, I think that's I think that's where you get some of the same where you get some of the people that like don't quite know how to assimilate, and like some I mean some burners that I've been seeing come for you know three four years. That still it's just like. You know, there's kind of a consensus of like, oh yeah, that group. Uh, I'll stay away from that guy, like, uh, <laughs> like, like creepy naked guy with the sneakers and the long hair. You know what I'm talking about? There's this for the audience. There's this. There's this. This creepy. No, naked I don't dude. think I know who that person is. I mean, maybe I'm. I'm probably. Oh, if you do. saw him, no. If you if you saw right. him, you'd know. If you saw him, you'd know. Young young guy, long, okay. really curly ringlet hair, real thick and bushy, and um, he's just he's one of these types of young men that likes to constantly uh, assert how how knowledgeable he is and how much he he knows and understands and, <laughs> and uh, all right and it's really not very bright he kind of tried to like challenge me in conversation a few times like i wasn't challenging him like gotcha. we're just having a conversation right and then he's got to like show all the women in the room that he's the alpha yeah he's got a peacock. And I'm just like yeah. look child yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, look, yeah. child, you're an idiot. And then, like, you know, reports from from numerous women that he was like, just not that he like did anything, but just giving off creepy vibes and like just being a little, um, being a little uh, intrusive just yep. with his presence. And I felt that yeah. he like he he came into our camp and just like kind of wouldn't leave and <laughs> oh, you know, shit. like I, not that Man. I'd been like, hey, you got to go, and he wouldn't. I just I, I wish was I remember who this was because you know. If I if I showed you a picture of him, you'd be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm, yep, gotcha. I'm seeing him around because he gotcha. kept floating in and out of our camp. And it was just kind of like, yo, man, like go somewhere else, dude. Like we're not we're not your people. But it was just clear that he was like a very like regular dude. 
trying to kind of masquerade as like this cool artsy philosophical guy for the sole purpose of, of getting laid. And, uh, yeah, it was just weird and gross. And it was like, yeah, man, you need to like open up yourself in the rest of your life before you try to like come here and, and, and do that. You know, you can't just like turn it on for a weekend here and just like, I'm a free spirit. Like, well, what do you do in the rest of your time? You know? (laughs) Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how we got off on the tangent of that guy, but it seemed pertinent as the time at the time. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Cause talking about the, uh, uh, about the stampede and you know, that guy, that guy is, uh, he's a stampeder. You know what I mean? That's, that's definitely, it's like, all right, man, like just, Hey, you're going to be here for five days. Like slow it down, calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> We've so, been to some heavy metal concerts, right? And and seen some people uh, do some mosh pitting and and been in some pretty extreme situations like that and um, you know I've been to some some really heavily packed arenas I've been to some heavily packed outdoor concerts concerts and human flow is always like the utmost important thing because once you get humans into these conditions like there's really n- like it's pretty predictable what will happen with just a little bit of stimulus, just a little, like one little, you know, one little thing that incites a little bit of fear can just predictably, you can watch a herd of people just do exactly as predicted and start going for the exits or looking for the, the bottle, the bottleneck will happen, you know? So. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, it's, and we've, we've had conversations about this personally of just how, um, you know, I think fear is a is a manipulating tool used against people to trigger trigger them into predictable responses. Um, so yeah, fear is very very powerful that way, and it, and yeah, it is, and that's I guess that's my criticism too. Is like it's pretty easy to predict like what humans will do in large groups in the case of an emergency or a uh, you know a dilemma. Um especially without any, uh, any supervision mm-hmm. or any guidance, you know, mm-hmm. anything put in place. And it's just like, come on guys. Like, you know, that's why I'm like, come, come on, Israel. Like you should have known y'all should have known better. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Right. Um, they got, they have U S funding. They have U S connections. I mean, I think they're, they're, they're civilized yeah. enough, you know, and, and, yeah, uh, like, and on, modern enough of a country. So at least protect your own people, you know, yeah, like, they can understand people to, flow to, and, and people to yeah. chill the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, you can get a, you can you can watch yeah. people flow. I mean, they they understand how to have like building codes and shit. You know, there it is. Since the stampede, Israeli politicians and the media have questioned whether the government and police were unwilling to place limits on the number of people at the festival to avoid angering ultra orthodox leaders. This is what I'm talking about. It's like fucking organized religion, man. It like just y'all need to, y'all need to calm down, right? That's 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 my gripe with organized religion is that it's that that the super literal interpretation of allegorical texts uh and you know an insistence we have to do things this way because god said so all right well 45 people died yeah but god said we have to we have to do it this way and if that's what god wants is for those people to die then that how do you know that's what god want no man like come on Dude, take it's some all, precautions it's cra- yeah you know it's crazy it's crazy yeah like those no, are those protect, are those judgments Jesus You're, warned against, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. well, they don't believe in him. So, well, that's, that's, well, <laughs> um, that's true, but they're all, they're, I mean, yeah, 
it's all the same story. That's just everybody. It's all repackaged, you know. The father and some, you know, there's some text that some important man wrote, or some some there's there's some man who said something in the past, and that's who we need to listen to. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So I think there was one more here, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then let's wrap it up. Um, Facebook and Trump are at a turning point in their long torch oh. relationship is the, is the Washington <laughs> post headline, which is to, uh, just get to the point. Washington post, like what's with the, their long tortured relationship. They're not uh-huh. fucking like, right. like chill out. Right. Come on. Like, what is this? Ta- what is this? A tabloid cover inside <laughs> Trump and inside Trump and Mark Zuckerberg's uh-huh. long torture relationship. Yeah. Trump Trump still get pregnant. Like, Get the, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Zuckerump. Uh, the Zuckerump. Zucker, Zucker Remember Trump. when we used to, yeah, the Zucker the Zucker Trump or the the yeah. Trunk Trump Trunkerberg. Trunk Trumper Trumperberg. 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 Exactly. Anyway, let's stop yeah. cutifying them. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, I mean that that I think I saw I saw mobs yeah. I saw that the a headline. I didn't actually get into the article too deep, but I saw that that um I started that uh sorry, I I <laughs> was reading two things at the same time. Um I I read just kind of the the headline for that and I just for some reason immediately thought Twitter. So my question is like what's the status status with Twitter? I mean, do we actually see him potentially coming back to Twitter? Or, or 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 not? I mean, is that? I don't think they're saying. Well, in this one, they're not saying deal. anything about Twitter. We're just specifically yeah, no, talking can, about mm-hmm. Facebook. Yep. Yep. Mm. So basically, it just sounds like <laughs> they're they're debating on whether or not to let him have his uh, his account back. Um. Yeah, There's and it's the shareholders too, piece. right? Isn't it like the the board, the board of shareholders or board of directors, which which usually is a a group of shareholders. It would be right? the, I mean, well, the share the so the 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 controlling shareholders would be the board of directors. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Same That's thing. The shit, I don't, uh, I don't really know. So a lot about. the the decision is by the oversight board, a less than one year old body that describes itself as an experiment in the regulation of online speech. Could be the most consequential decision ever regarding free speech and social media, according to experts. Uh, it could also alter the way that Got social it. media companies treat public figures going forward. So this is like a new thing. This isn't even as simple as the board of directors. There's, I think they said it was like a twenty person oversight board, which is something okay. that they developed for Trump. Right. Um, Because he was causing so many problems. (laughs) This is one of those weird things, man, because it's like. uh, And honestly, here's here's where here's where I am with it is. I'm almost more concerned with. The implications. That either letting him have his account or not letting him have his account will have on just communication in the future. More than sure. I'm concerned with, you know, with what kind of whether 
I'm, yeah, I'm more I'm more concerned with just the overall general implications of whichever way this decision goes than I am with whatever Trump could say online. Um, granted, sure. it is it is important, you know. It, it's definitely it definitely matters that he is disseminating misinformation and disinformation. But again, right. This is just a this is just a new, more blatant way to do what we now know uh, uh, Republicans behind the scenes are doing all the time. Uh, and I'm sure Democrats, too, which is manipulating sure. the narrative, uh, pushing uh, uh, false, um, you know, false, false claims and stories and, right. and you know, misdirecting right. the public's attention from one right. story onto another, from one part right. of the story onto another. And um so, you know, like that's almost arbitrary to me. Okay, so we're we're going to stop it on Facebook, but we're we're going to pretend it doesn't happen in mainstream media, which is part of how which is part of how Trump got his foothold, right? Is acknowledging the the fact that much of what we see in mainstream media is manipulated and blatantly untrue, and they admit to as much periodically all the time. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Oh, actually, that guy that we said uh, 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 beat a guy to death with a fire extinguisher. Turns out that's not really. We don't really know if a fire extinguisher was was involved at all. Yeah. We just decided to say it because someone said it and we just thought it sounded good. So we just said it because, you know, we're the news. Right. We just say it sounds good. Allegedly. (laughs) Not even these days. They They don't even even do that anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, you know, well, you know, it's in it, it, a lot of people don't know this. It's actually it's not illegal to lie in editorial. It's illegal to lie in advertising, but not in editorial. Yes. You, there's no yes. charges that can be brought up against you. You can't be sued. You can't I mean, unless you can be sued for slander or libel or libel. But you can't be sued for incorrect yep. information like just by itself. You could say, you know, today yeah. the moon turned pink. And like as long as like you're not hurting anybody by saying that you can lie about it all fucking day long. Right. Um, right. No right. law against that, which right. is in- interesting to me. shows shows where our values lie as a country. Um, yeah, so there's yeah. that. You know, there's that. There's For that sure. part of it to me. Uh, but then it's it, it's more like <sighs> what's gonna what's gonna have the worst ripple effect is like my question is like allowing him to continue disseminating you know, disinformation on these specific platforms as opposed to the more traditional ones, um, you know, to silence him and allow the voices of, of still many other, cause it's like, okay, if you're going to silence him, then silence everybody who refuses to acknowledge the falsehood of his claims. So that means, you know, that means pretty much the entire GOP, right? Any, like, and it's like, unless you're doing that, then like, what are we really, what are we doing? We're just yeah. making an example out of Trump to make people feel good, you know? Uh, and then what are yeah. the ramifications of that? Do we, do we right. martyrize him while he's still alive? Does that give him a better chance of running in 2024? Does that incentivize his voting block to, to participate in more direct action? Um, right. You know, right. I, I think there's a possibility there. Uh, I think, I think these platforms need to bear the brunt of responsibility for managing information, uh, especially when there's so much evidence that they're not managing it the way they, the way they say they are, where, you know, you go on Facebook and Twitter and, and, you know, and just see, I mean, racist, hateful, sexist, 
uh, violent condoning um, posts all the time. Yep. But if you say, but if you say the words white people, you could lose your account. Yep. <laughs> what? Come on now. Now who's, who's giving that order? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound like know. liberals it's, to me. It, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> right. You know, who set that up? They might've, they might've set it up. They might've spoken to liberals about it and gotten them to consign. Oh yeah, I guess that isn't right. And you know, okay, but that's a Republican agenda. That's a conservative agenda. I think that is, sounds about is, right. It's police speech. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, honestly, they really, yeah, they really are. I mean, they, they, they're the ones who tried to kill fucking rock and roll, you know, they wanted to end rock and roll with their conservative family values. <laughs> well, and again, that's what the Manson family thing is, is speculated to have been about. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what it accomplished. It, 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 it finished, it finished off the hippie movement, the anti-war movement and the black power movement in one blow done yeah done yeah that might have been like then um, yeah right that yeah. was like the final death knell because that's by, really interesting because by yeah. then so you'd already had john lennon about about you'd already had mlk you'd already, we'd had, already had john uh, no john lennon died in yeah right 1970 is that right i don't know the year i don't know the year but it but it, it was all it was very much part i mean what you know he, you had i mean <laughs> you had to take out john lennon too i mean if you're gonna you know be taking out the hippies he was a big figure you know yeah yeah i mean he was also an easily corruptible piece of shit um so well yeah he's whatever he's a, but you know he's a rock star mate you know <laughs> yeah yeah he's a hack <laughs> he was a hack who thought way too much of himself and, oh yeah, uh, yeah, he's egotistical. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, sure. I think he died. I want to say he died later than that. Hmm. Uh, well, what he represented to the people, even you know, at the time, was uh, was pretty powerful. Yeah. So he didn't die until 1980. So the reason mm-hmm. the reason I'm I'm clarifying that is because I don't I don't think his death was part of th- this isolated movement. You know, John John Lennon. John Lennon figured out, John Lennon found out about the 60s halfway through the 70s. You know, he was uh-huh. like five, yeah. six years too late. To, you I know. mean, right, but because they were squeezing like the, everything the, the they could out of the pop. Died. Yeah, the anti-war yeah. movement had already died. And now, now he's, now that there's money in it for him. Imagine all the people <laughs> choking my girlfriends as I do. You know, that's, you know. Uh, sit down, John Lennon. Um, you know, learn, yeah. learn, learn to learn to play your instruments, idiot. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so so what? What I was I never what I was going to jump onto. Yeah. It, uh, they've got a few things. Honestly, uh, uh, Paul, few. I thought Paul was the better songwriter. He wrote arguably mm-hmm. the first punk rock song of uh, you know of all time. Um, okay, which what which was. Helter Skelter. Ah, uh, uh, look at that roundabout uh-huh. there. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm telling you, man, it's all it's all connected, man. It's all, it's all connected. connected, man. See? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um oh, man. But but so, you know, just thinking about the Manson murders in the seventies. Sorry, in the in the sixties, in sixty nine, right? So by that time, uh Huey P. Newton was dead. 
by that time, um, Fred Hampton had been assassinated. Um, Martin Luther King had been assassinated. Malcolm right. X had been assassinated. Angela yeah. Davis had been jailed. Mm-hmm. Um, James Baldwin had been run out of the country. Um, so, and, and, you know, the, the, uh, Black Panthers had been thoroughly demonized in the press, uh, through, through intentional disinformation disseminated through news media, uh, by intelligence communities. We've now come to find out, um, where it turned out that, uh, you know, a lot of the violence that a lot of the violence and infighting that, um, that the Panthers became known for came directly from uh, operatives in in intelligence. So they would, you know, they would write letters from the Black Panthers to uh, the US organization. Okay. And uh, and try to start fights. Okay. Uh, and if they couldn't start fights, they just shoot a few people. Right. They just cause bloodshed. Um, you know, or they convince them that some some agency was doing something to the, you know, convince right. them to go and attack right. somebody right. so and so, or convince them to get involved in other crimes to, right. to discredit them. Yeah, yeah, it's the Antifa uh, narrative so, they use. So now. really, this was just exactly <laughs> right. the, the the Antifa uh, uh, BLM narrative. They use the exactly. same narrative right. for for the BLM organization that they used for the Black Panthers back in the because it works. They're communists. That's why they're violent. They're terror because it works and it's working it works. now. Yeah, um, it works. And, and so what I'm saying is, you know, they, they had this whole they had this this black movement that was now being supported and in some cases funded by um, white activist groups and some white Hollywood groups who had money, power and influence. So they had to figure out a way to scare all those powerful white people away from those poor blacks who were trying to get a little bit of human rights. Right. They had to figure out a way to discredit the 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 anti-war and and hippie movement as not being a a love and consciousness expansion movement, but rather a drop out of society and become a criminal movement. Um, and and at the same time they did all that, they also managed to implicate the black power movements in in this kind of crime and violence and by that time they had assassinated or, or put away in jail any leadership who could have who could have uh opposed that narrative or who could have kept things going uh right. it's something i've said to people people before you know white friends of mine that have been like well i don't understand why black people still talk about racism when you know you had the civil rights movement in the 60s and then and then and then you had your president you had yours you had your president yeah. Right. I go, well, let me ask you something about 1960s is did, did the, did the civil rights movement of the 1960s end because it had accomplished all of its goals or because all of its leaders had been assassinated or imprisoned, you know, right. we lost, we lost. Right. Um, and, uh, I, you know, the, it was, it wasn't like it was just the result of, you know, law enforcement just doing what they do. This was a concerted effort. This was a planned, strategized war effort. It was a war campaign against against the against the citizens of the United States. Um and I think it's still going on. It's still going on. I agree with and you. they just found new ways to hide it, new names to call it, uh new people to blame it on. And um on and on the machine goes. So Man, this has just been a really lighthearted episode. Okay, <laughs> now, that, now that we're at the end, uh, DJ 
J4R E D Jared DJ Jared has a question. DJ Jared, if you're still with us, what's your question, buddy? Now let's wait. Now let's wait a minute for him to see let's it. Let's wait for the delay. <laughs> and then another two minutes to type and send, be. and another minute yeah. for us to receive that. Exactly. That's the fun thing about taking questions here on the light roast is uh, we're not going to see it right away. Till tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I didn't even see them saying that they had a question right away. I just saw it just now. So I've got my, my display screen. Yeah, I didn't know over here either. <laughs> yeah. Well, I try to, you know, I try to periodically just like see if anybody's talking and try to come back and address these at the end. Right, right, right. I'm telling you, DJ Jared, you got about 30 seconds before I give up on you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the question is. Now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Um, Some suspense going on. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, oh, here's another, here's, here's another quick, this is a little fun thing that I just, I've kind of already commented on it, um, on my, on my socials, but, uh, did you hear this, uh, this Rogan story where Anthony Fauci came out and, and publicly disagreed with Rogan? Okay. I mean, I've, I know right. the basics, so but I don't know much his, about uh, it. Yeah. I know he made a comment and hey, there's not, have, I mean, there's not, yeah, there's not a lot, there's not a lot to know. There's not yeah. very much. It's just that, uh, on on the podcast, mm-hmm. on one episode of the podcast, Joe Rogan stated that he felt like personally, his understanding was that if uh, you're young, you're healthy, you take care of yourself. I don't think you need the shot. Like if you were to ask me, I'd say, yeah, you probably don't need it. And like, you know, since Joe Rogan's That's, a medical yeah. doctor, yeah, right. Clearly, everybody should heed his advice as medical advice, right? right. Um. So, you know, I mean, and I, I don't know what Dr. Fauci did. I think he was yeah. absolutely right. Like, hey, guys, just to just to be clear, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, exactly. I get that you guys like him. Please, please obey the CDC recommendations for your own good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know right. what he's talking about. And Joe Rogan was kind of like, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he did. He went back and like clarified himself. Yeah, <laughs> he had to clarify. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm a fucking moron. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I don't you know. Yeah. He's like. He's like, I'm, you know, usually I'm usually drinking on this show. He's like, if I'm not drinking, I'm high. And sometimes both. Like, don't, yeah. li- don't listen to me. I'm just throwing shit out. He's like, I'm not even thinking about what I'm going to say before I say it. I'm just saying stuff. Um, sure. And we know how that is. <laughs> Same thing here. I'm just, you know, running and ripping, man. Just saying what's on, on the top of my head just to fill the time. Um, and so, okay, whatever. Right. Like that was like, like I saw that. Okay. He said the wrong. Th- yeah, you should be. It's like he should it's be just like when you when you know that you have a platform and you know you're an influence. I don't even know why when you venture into certain waters you don't get that. Ooh, I'm in those scary waters as for, for the influencer that I am. Especially I'm I'm venturing into one of those topics where like, hey, like what I say can have an impact on people. So, well, sure, sure, but I also I generally disagree with because let's. Let's be honest. He's not news. No, I yeah, of course. It's an entertainment show. I completely agree. So it's so it's the John his, I mean that's the John Oliver argument. Is that's that or the John Stewart, yeah, excuse right, me, the John exactly. Stewart. I mean, the look, John Stewart, yeah. John Stewart argument. Well, it's a John Oliver argument too. He he said don't take don't take coronavirus advice from vaccine from, advice from Joe Rogan. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah. His words, <laughs> not yeah. mine. Right? And so it's like 
right. I, I feel like at a certain point, at a certain point, the ownership needs to be on the audience, especially when we're talking about fully grown adults. You're adults. So that's so that's uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Adults. <laughs> yeah, it's like this to a guy on Twitter who uh, responded to Chris Ryan, who's a writer who'd been on Rogan a number of times. Interesting guy. Uh, wrote some books about uh, polyamory and sexuality mm-hmm. and things like that. Interesting guy. Seems like a cool mm-hmm. guy. Uh, and, you know, he kind of made some comment about like, you know, if you're if you're if you're taking medical advice from the guy, you know, who who hosted Fear Factor. Yeah. Then, you know, like it's you right. get what you pay for kind of thing. Right. Well, that's, um, that's what that was what John somebody, Stewart always said to everybody on Fox News when he got he was going through those Fox News. He was doing those Fox News interviews and he was on like, you know, what the old guy show. What was his name? Uh, I fucking forget. Anyway, he's been fucking canceled. So anyway, yeah, he was on there and he was oh, like, how do you go on there and, and tell these people all this and make fun of like some of these situations? He goes, I'm a fucking comic. I'm a Nobody comedian. takes me seriously. Yeah. I'm a comedian and you're taking this seriously as a news anchor. That's the difference between the two of us. So that was his argument. Well, and that, well, and that was, that was what I think developed about the daily show that they maybe didn't plan on is that at a yeah. certain point, the information became much more reliable on outlets like the daily show than it was on actual news because when you're looking for the joke, you're looking for the incongruity in the truth. That's the funniest thing is sure. what's really happening and what doesn't fit about it. Right. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that your take on the truth or what you see or your observation is a hundred percent accurate. In fact, it's probably not accurate. It's based right. on your perception. Here's what right. I saw. Here's what I think. Yeah. Um, like I said this the other day about like Ted Cruz got into an argument with, uh, with Trevor Noah online. Uh, cause Trevor Noah did a piece about how all these people are moving to Texas. So it was like, um, New York, I think was like 89 people short of keeping one of their congressional seats and, and Texas gained like four. Exactly. Which is so like, sort of Florida unheard of in a year. <laughs> yeah. Because more yeah. people move, but more people moved to Texas than any other state than the yeah. past year. Yeah, and so, you know, tax. uh, uh, it's a number of things. It's the income tax. It's I can't get in. I can't get into it. I'm have to go. This is a long it's, conversation. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I gotta go. Well, yeah, I can I'm hear. Just, I'm baby's crying. I'm just okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's close it out. I Thanks, Jason. It. I, Thanks, everybody. Uh, I mean, uh, please and uh, thank you for joy- for enjoying the light roast. Um, follow us on Twitch. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Follow us on our socials. I'm Damian Turner. Jason Jones, thanks for stopping by, y'all. I appreciate it. All right. Bye, guys.